Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Well, we want to thank you for being in the house tonight and you know some of your day was good, some had uh, issues, uh, and uh, we pray that as a result of you coming here tonight, that you are encouraged in your faith and, and in your walk with the Lord. And uh, we always talk about the vision as we share the vision of building this sanctuary. And uh, we ask you to get there before we get there. And uh, we pray that God will work and move in mighty and awesome ways. Amen. Bethlehem. Hey Amen. That sounds good. This is our theme throughout this year. And this year is, is coming uh, to an end uh, pretty quickly. Uh, we've been standing on 1 Peter 4, 17 for the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? And we want to get it right here at the household of the Lord. Tonight, we're going to continue in our series uh, about miracles. We're talking about getting it right with miracles. We've been standing on Acts chapter 3, verse 6, where Peter did this awesome miracle. Then Peter said, silver and gold to the beggar. Uh, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. And he got up and walked. And that was an extraordinary miracle. So we're praying that we not only study these miracles, but that God will highlight these miracles within our lives as we continue in our faith walk. And tonight uh, we're going to be looking and studying a message entitled The Miracle Crossing. The Miracle Crossing. We're going to be looking at Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 through 21. Exodus chapter 14. Verses 13 to 21, it is in your handouts, and uh, I'm going to allow the Bible experience to read for us today. Uh, you can look at it in your handouts, um, but Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 through 21. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying 
move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I and the Lord, when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to the one side and light to the other side. So neither went near the other all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided, and Amen. The waters were divided. Amen. Tonight again we're sharing. The Miracle Crossing, the Miracle Crossing, Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 to 21. Tonight we're going to be uh, talking around and discussing, uh, standing still, seeing salvation, and the sea separating. And we want Christians to know tonight that Christians should depend on God for miracles. Christians should depend upon God for miracles. Uh, we began this series on this last Sunday, and last Sunday I, I let you know that uh, in order for a miracle to happen, there's usually uh, a few things that are present. Uh, first of all, we see that miracles happen when God himself was present. And the miracle happened when he... Uh, stepped out of nowhere and spoke into nothing and created everything just by his own word. He created something out of nothing. Ex nihilo. It's a Hebrew word. And it all began with God himself. In the New Testament, we see there are some instances where miracles happen when Jesus showed up. Miracles happen. There are some parts of the text where it say that uh, and he healed all their diseases because he had the power for miracles to happen. And uh, we see miracles happening um, on that great day of Pentecost when we're introduced to God, the Holy Spirit. And when he came on the scene, unlearned men would turn the world upside down. Being filled with God, the Holy Spirit. So when miracles happen, either God the Father, God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit was present. Also, we told you that there seems to be something else that is present in many of these accounts of miracles. And what seemed to be present in many of these accounts of miracles was that four-letter word called... I believe it's four letters. <laughs> I'm not counting. I don't know if I'm counting right. Faith. 
Yeah, I thought I counted wrong, so <laughs> good looking out. <laughs> the five-letter word, faith. Hello, somebody. And the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And the miracles happen in the, that great hall of fame of faith to people who actually believe God was who he said he was and took him at his word. Miracles happen. Miracles happen. Uh, tonight, we're going to see. There's someone present in this text. God the Father was present and he used a man of God by the name of Moses to do this miracle crossing. And uh, as I did my studies, they, I believe they put this somewhere around the number four of the top miracles to happen in the Bible. And uh, we studied number 10 last Sunday as we, we saw Jesus had power over legion. And, uh, but many of us have seen this miracle, but I pray that God will enable us to truly experience it tonight. And the power in which God used to bring Israel out of Egypt. And, and some of you have seen this, this old movie, but it's a good illustration of what happened when the power of God met this man of God who was hemmed up. Hello, somebody. God made a way out of no way. Red Sea. Pretty good rendering of what uh, happened at the parting of this sea. Um, and many of us, you know, we, we look at that and we, we think it's just a movie. And not a literal account of the power of God. 
the miraculous power of God, that God blew and separated the Red Sea. We believe that 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 God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And he's the same God that works in our lives today. And many of us uh, won't be hemmed up by the Red Sea with a nation chasing us, but a good question is, is that has anybody here experienced the miracle working power of God? Has God ever made a way out of no way for you? And if so, we want you to tell us, but we want you to tell us in two minutes or less. Hello, somebody. <laughs> have a testimony or witness we say he's the same God yesterday today and forever that he's a miracle working God he's the same God oh yes he is has God done something uh, for you has he made a way out of no way yes he has okay well somebody share tell me about it <laughs> Hmm. 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 Amen. Praise the Lord. He said, that's a miracle to me. Amen and praise the Lord. Somebody uh, who's been through college and struggled with all that study know what he's talking about. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> so we praise the Lord. Yeah, it's a miracle. Amen. Anybody else? Well, well, hmm, hmm, well, well, amen, that is a miracle, seven months without paying the rent. Boy, I done been out there. I've been three days without paying the rent. They got eviction door on my eviction notice on my door. <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> they hit me red, boy. I can say I never got thrown out, but boy, they put that in that eviction notice. They were ready to get me out. So seven months, that is a miracle. Because people who make money, ain't, they gonna, they want to make money. Hello, somebody. They don't, they don't tend to be too gracious. Amen. Anybody else? Well, <laughs> I on the brother, hmm. they come to work every day smiling in my face. Wow. And the boss 
Hmm. So uh, she said, what you going to do about it? I said, I said, you know, we, we can write her up and do all that. But I'm going to pray for her because bitch is not mine. Well, well. And, and it's just amazing how she will come in every day and fake the phone. Hmm. testimony amen and praise the lord i like that 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 leads us into our first point he said he ain't have to do nothing <laughs> our first point talks about what standing still <laughs> uh, the text says in fourteen thirteen, and moses said to the people do not be afraid stand still and see the salvation of the lord Amen. What a wonderful testimony because our brother basically said he wasn't afraid and he prayed and he stood still and he saw the salvation of the Lord. But it, 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 it really, really takes faith to stand still. Hello, somebody. Because especially when you're looking for a miracle. See, when, you, when, when you're looking for a miracle and you want God to work and you want God to move, the, 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 yeah, you try to help him out. The last thing you want to do is to stand still. <laughs> I know it may, may, may just be me, may just be me, uh, but, but, but I like to try to help God out. And, 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 and my faith, if, if I'm showing my faith, uh, the best way that I show my faith is to stand still. And do nothing. 
Because you believe that God is God. Hello. And that he can do it. And the good thing about it is, is, uh, is he, when he does it, you don't get your hands dirty. <laughs> when, he do, when he does it, you don't get your hands bloody. You, you, you don't have to reap the consequences of what would have happened if you'd have knocked him upside the head. <laughs> Hello. Well, said something wrong. Uh, because that was a, that was a, that was a serious accusation. That was a serious accusation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So, so uh, we see that you weren't afraid. You just stood still. And said you're gonna let God handle it. And I like the last part of this text, which He will accomplish for you today. I like that God can do some stuff today. <laughs> as long as there is today, there is hope because God can do some stuff today. You may say, well, preacher, but the day is almost over. But God said in this particular instance, he said that he was going to accomplish it today. And you say, preacher, but you don't know what I'm in. What I'm in, the kind of trouble situation that I'm in. Uh, what kind of trouble were they in? It was a whole nation of folk that was after these folk. And God says I'm going to handle this nation today. Uh, we're concerned about some stuff going on in, in Syria. Hello somebody. And President Barack Obama's trying was uh, talking about making uh, some 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 uh, 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 sending an army over there to, to take care of the, the business. Uh, uh, but what happened? He, he wouldn't have to do that. Other, other channels opened up. And that's how God can do and be today. He can handle your situation today. If I was preaching, I'd say, neighbor, oh, neighbor, God's got it handled today. <laughs> you ain't got to stay up at night tonight because God's going to take care of it today. Hello, somebody. I like what uh, Psalms 4610 says. And he said, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. And that's what God is trying to tell some of us here today. You're concerned about some stuff. God says, be still. Uh, the old folk used to call it waiting on the Lord. Hello, somebody. And we know that text that said, the day that wait upon the Lord shall what? Shall renew their strength. And what, what would they do? They were what? Mount up, like on what? Well, and then what else they gonna do? They run and what? Not be with them. They will what? Walk and not faint. Hello, somebody. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Be still and know that I am God. I like that I am right there. When Moses says, whom shall I say sent me? He said, what? I am sent me. <laughs> that meant that God was everything that, that he would need to accomplish his task. And on this day, God would accomplish his task. He would become that great I am. And all Moses had to do was what? Be still. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor. neighbor, be still in Jesus' name. This next uh, video is another rendering of what happened when God opened uh, uh, this sea. Uh, uh, let's take a look at it.
more modern rendering of the Red Sea. that God can part that sea that's that's causing us to have to wait to build that building over there. When I talk about miracles, I said that, that there's usually some things happen. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and faith. And sometimes God moves on behalf of himself, even without faith. And that's what I believe that God is and, and is about to do in regards to building this building, because it's Hello, somebody. We, 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 we ain't broke no ground. The guy we've been using hasn't been as, 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 as forthcoming as we would like. But if we believe that God is God, uh, we can see salvation. We can believe that God can get this thing done. And, and if you believe that God is God, then you can see that God is about to do this thing. Hello, somebody. Uh, but before we go to our seeing the salvation, let's ask this question for somebody to answer tonight. Should Christians expect miracles? If yes, why? If no, why not? Two minutes or less. 
Good Christians expect miracles. Yes, okay, yes, and why? So you take him at his word that he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever, and the same God that parted that Red Sea, you think, can do something in 2013? Do you know how long ago that was he parted the Red Sea? It was a long time ago, somewhere between, uh, I believe, 13, uh, 3,000 years ago, somewhere like that. Uh, And you think that 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 same God that did that then can do it now simply because you read his word? Come on, that's kind of naive now, isn't it? (laughs) You said no, you didn't think about his word. Okay, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Anybody else? Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that, that's good. That's that age-old question. Basically, some people will pose, it, pose the question this way. I'm not saying that you're posing it this way. But if God is a good God, why do good people have to suffer? What? 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 Okay, you, you go ahead and answer that. Amen, amen. Sister Pam?
That said that that that's that's an appointment that we all have to keep. It don't it don't say when we're gonna have to make that appointment. Uh, he 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 didn't say uh, that we would live a long life. Uh, and and there's some things that that will cause you to kind of wonder. I don't think it's wrong, and and I. And I encourage you, you, the questions that you have like that, take it to the Lord. Pray, pray about it. And say, say, Lord, because there's nothing worse than not only seeing a child die, but seeing a child have to suffer and die. Hello. Seeing a little child having to suffer with cancer and, and seeing some of the, the situations that, that kids have, uh, some kids have to go through unique diseases that they, they deal with as children. You know, seeing, seeing a child having to go through its eight surgery, um, and, and 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 we can't, we don't know. You know, I, I'm limit. You know, if it was up to me, uh, nobody would die, nobody would uh, suffer, and we'd have a world full of people, and ain't <laughs> we'd be overcrowded and. <laughs> Out of food and <laughs> all kind of all kind of stuff that happens because of something that we can't understand that happens. So, but that, that's a that's a good question because I mean it causes some Christians to really stumble when they have the faith and believe that God can heal, uh, particularly a loved one. And you have a faith, and you know, and, and me and, and and my church family went through that with with Doctor E.K. Bailey. Man, we was praying he had got cancer, and boy, we was praying, and we believed that God could heal him. He was a man of God. We believed that God could heal him, and we all stood shocked at his grave site, just in total dismay because God didn't heal. Uh, God took him on but we know you know when you leave this place uh, I like to say be careful when you ask me to pray for somebody in your family because I pray the ultimate healing the ultimate healing that can take place is not in this world because Lazarus got raised from the dead but guess what he had to die again. Hello, somebody. <laughs> In this world, you're going to have troubles. You're going to have trials. It's just we just cannot get around it. But in the world to come, that's what God said. Well, there's no more dying, no more crying, no more suffering, all that we see. And those little kids that lived three, eight, eight years, they, they went to heaven early. Hello, somebody. And they made it over early, and, and they, they're not going through the suffering no more. Big, what you got to say? I, I believe it's just 
say this before, but when I was a younger, young, I was in my teenage years, and I and I soaked about a lot about having sex. So I had lots of problems, and I went to and I never forget they said we want to start a light chemo. Sister Pam? Hmm. Hmm. Well. Hmm. 
Mm, change your life, your perspective on things. Amen. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Selling. Mm. Wow, that's good. That's good. But the question is, should we? Some said yes. We should expect miracles, but we have to always remember. And Jesus prayed this prayer. Father, with every prayer that you pray, because you can be praying and interceding on behalf of your loved ones and believing and having faith in God and, and knowing that he can work and move. But you always have to pray this prayer. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And sometimes we forget to pray that because we believe in so much. But 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 can you still believe in a God that don't work the way you want him to work? Ooh, that's deep. Can, 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 can you still believe in, in that kind of God? Uh, because God is, he's above us. We, anybody that say that, yeah, far beyond, anybody that say that they can understand God is a lie. <laughs> and the truth is not in him. Because God says what? My ways and my thoughts what? Uh, not your thoughts. So, yeah. So, uh, we should expect miracles. But he might not move the way we want him to move. We can, we, can, we can have a miracle and believe that God wants us to build this building. It might be another building already standing he wants us to be in. Hello, somebody. <laughs> it could be anything. You just got to keep believing in him. Amen. Amen. And, and right here we see salvation was happening. Uh, they saw as they was hemmed up at this miracle cross. And it said, and the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of, uh, uh, the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. God repositioned himself to protect. Hello, somebody. Can, can, can you see God repositioning himself? Hello, somebody. Can you see salvation? First, God was leading them, and then he reversed, and he backed up, and he began to protect them. Hello, somebody. Can you see God? Some of y'all had a testimony tonight how God was protecting you. Hello, somebody. How, and can you see the salvation? And the people of the Lord, they could see uh, God changing some things. I like Exodus. And you hear me talk about angels all the time. Yeah. Exodus twenty three twenty. See, I am sending an angel ahead of you to guard you along the way and to bring you to the place I have prepared. Uh, and, and that's what God does. Can you see a salvation in your life? He, he promised protection. And I still believe that same God that dispatches angels can do it today. 
And that's why we wait a lot of times. We wait because God is using that angel to go before us and to prepare the way for us. Hello, somebody. And that's why we can never lose hope. That's why we we have to uh, stand still because uh, you have to imagine that God is going is going before you and He's preparing. See, some some people are not prepared for you yet. Some places are not prepared for you yet. You've been praying and you've been praying hard. You believe in miracles, and it may not have anything to do with you. He may be preparing stuff on the other end of things. Hello, somebody. Somebody, somebody got, those are shouting words. I wish I was preaching there. Because uh, those are shouting words. Because a lot of times we think it's us that, and, and, and we're ready. But uh, that place that he's trying to place you at ain't ready yet. Hello, somebody. That, that, it, it ain't time that, uh, for you single, single folk. You know, you've been praying for a mate. And uh, you're ready. But God may be on the other end preparing somebody else for you. Hello, somebody. You can shout right now if you want to. <laughs> I know I ain't supposed to be preaching tonight, but <laughs> God is, uh, can, you, can you see salvation? And you got to see it by faith. Got to see it by faith. And, 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 and at this miracle crossing, God would protect them before he would deliver them. Hello, somebody. Somebody needs protecting before they need deliverance. And God said, I'm going to protect you first and deliver you later. Hello, somebody. Right. Um, I'm going to pat drive past this, uh, this one. This is just another rendering of what happened. And, and uh, uh, some scientists really study what happened. Maybe you can do that research on your own. And they, 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 they try to figure out how it happened and when it could happen and how fast the wind blew for it to happen and, and you know, and. That for me is neither here nor there, you know, uh, because God cannot be explained. God can't be explained. You, you think that, that he did it this way because this is the way the natural laws work. But God is not limited to natural laws. Hello, somebody. He's not limited to natural law. He can make something out of nothing. But all I have to do believe is that he made a way. That's all I have to believe. I, I don't have to be able to explain everything. I, I take it by faith. I take it by faith. Question, do you see God working something out right now in your life? Do you see God working something out right now in your life? Tell us your story. It's, it's not quite ready. It's not quite there but but God is 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 working something out. It's 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 like uh, it's like when uh, that prophet told his servant to go and to he prayed and said, "Go look out over the sea," and and it asked him, "What did he see?" And 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 he came back. His last report was that I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. And what did the prophet say? He said, get ready, it's about to rain. Hello, somebody. He could see uh, it about to work out. Is anybody in here can see what God is about to work some stuff out? Anybody? God's not busy in your life. You say he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. That's what you said. He's not doing nothing for you today. 
Hello, somebody. Is he working something out? Something? Can, can somebody tell us what he's working out? That's a good, wonderful testimony. That's a wonderful testimony. You see him working it out. Amen. Anybody else? I'm excited and kind of afraid. Amen. 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 Okay. Okay. Work that thing out. Y'all hear what she said? There's a testimony. The district had never had a woman in that position before, but she had to take some steps of faith, and God worked it out. Amen. That's a great testimony, and it should be encouraging to us to 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 want to take the steps that need to be taken by faith and believing that God can work it out. Nevertheless, not my will, but Thy will be done. Amen. Amen. And we see the sea separating. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back uh, by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land and the waters were divided. Made the sea into dry land and the water was divided. See, one of the things that that uh, some of these guys are trying to explain and how science is trying to explain how it worked and how it happened. Uh, the wind could explain the pardoning of the sea, but what could explain the dry land? <laughs> Hello, somebody. And it's a, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. It, it, it's a God thing. God did that thing. You can't explain it just by saying it, it's the wind. No, it was a God thing. God did it, and you ain't got, and, and you ain't got to try to explain it away because you're not God. You you can't understand what God does. All you have to know is that God can do. Hello, somebody, and that it happened, and it happened back then. And as a result, I believe that it can happen right now. I believe it can still do 
wonderful working powers right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. A lot of times we hear about them great mega churches in the city. Uh, and like I said, Sunday, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. And the, the same God of the city is the same God in the country. Hello, somebody. And God can do for us what he's done for anybody else. Hello, somebody. But we've got to believe. We've got to have a big faith. Hello, somebody. We've got to have, a, or, or even it's a little faith, as a matter of fact, where the Bible says that you had a faith of a mustard seed. Hello, somebody. So you really don't have to have a big faith. You just get a little faith in God. Hello, somebody. And some miraculous things can happen. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And this is what happened. God did it. Acts 7, 36 says, And he led them out of Egypt and performed wonders and signs in Egypt at the Red Sea and for 40 years in the wilderness. We take that 40-year wilderness, uh, we complain about how, how God led, he led them in circles for 40 years. But God was doing a miracle. He fed them every day those 40 years. That was miracle. That was a miraculous thing. And, and as, they were, as they were walking, guess what? Their, their shoes didn't wear out. Hello, somebody. I told my wife yesterday. No, not yesterday, sometime last week. I need a new pair of shoes. Why I need a new pair of shoes? Because the heel is wearing out on it. Hello, somebody. <laughs> the heel is wearing out. These, got, these folks wanted for 40 years. Hello, somebody. That was God's miracle. He's a, <coughs> a miracle working God. Hello, somebody. He's still the same God today. Still the same God today. So can you stand still? Can you see the salvation? Can you see that, that, that sea of unfaithfulness or lack of faith separating? Can you believe that God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever? I believe it. And I always believe whether he does, whether God does what I believe he wants to do here at Bethlehem or not. I, I believe and I, I ain't going to let folk who don't believe stop me from believing. I believe. Hello, somebody. And it's a God thing. Do you believe? Do you believe? I, I, I believe. I just, I just believe. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm like, I have this like Caleb kind of faith. I, I want to get in. Hello, somebody. I don't just want to wander around in the wilderness. I, I want to get into that new building. Hello, somebody. I don't, I don't want to be able to just look out at Moses and peer in and say, yeah, it is. And God says it was. No, I want to go in. I want to live. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And if I have to wonder with some folk that don't believe, hello, somebody, then I'll have to wonder, hello, somebody. I'm still going to believe. <laughs> I can imagine Joshua was running around in circles, going around. I did his illustration before, and he'd look out and see uh, the promised land. Say, I still believe. Walk around there, walk around there, first year. <laughs> I still believe the second year. He, I mean, every time he every time he saw it, I still believe. And that's what you got to do if you want God to work and move in your own personal life. You've got to still believe. Hello, somebody.
That's what standing still is. I still believe. That's what faith is. Seeing salvation. Hello somebody. Believing God can separate the seeds that keep you from the promises that you believe that God has for you. Can you believe tonight? Can the miracle crossing be actually your miracle crossing? What is it that you want? What does you want God to do? Can tonight be your miracle crossing? Can you go on and cross on over? Can you stop wondering? Can you believe God? All I can say is, I still believe. <laughs> I've been here seven years. Hey, there the promises right there, 11 days away. <laughs> I still believe. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for coming to the household of the Lord. We pray that there's a miracle crossing that is happening in your heart and your mind that you can believe that God can make a way out of no way to what he wants to do in your life. Let's go ahead and get on our knees. All those who are able, get on our knees and, and search out this personal miracle crossing. That's something that God wants to do in your life. And it's going to take a miracle, like William said, that it's a miracle for him to graduate college. Uh, I'm the same way, maybe Sister Etan is the same. Uh, and in writing the Sunday school lesson, I mean, that was a miracle. What is it that you need a miracle to cross over to? Why don't you take time to pray for God about it? I'm going to start us out and pause and allow you to be able to speak to God. And then I'll close us. Father God, we come tonight, Lord, just thanking you, Father, for your miracle-working power, Father. This is so inspiring to me, Lord, because I, I believe, I, I believe, Lord, that you are God. You're the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And that same God that spread open that Red Sea. The same God that can work uh, in our lives, Lord, right here today in 2013. Father, somebody tonight has believed you, Father. Somebody tonight has taken you at, at your word. Somebody tonight has gotten a glimpse of who you are, Father. And somebody tonight has gotten a glimpse of whom they are. And somebody, Father, has, 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 has manifested the faith, Father, that, that, that they need to manifest this miracle that needs to happen in their life, Father. And I come tonight, Father, praying, Lord, that you will be God in the lives, Lord, that you will make that way out of no way, Father, that you would go before them, Father, that you send that angel, Father, before that same angel, Lord, that, that led and helped to lead the children out of Egypt, Father. Oh, Father, send that same angel to, oh, prepare the way, Father, for somebody sitting in this sanctuary or somebody sending in this sanctuary because they got a glimpse of who you are, Father, and there may be somebody listening at the sound of my voice, Father, they, they've got a glimpse uh, and that miracle crossing Lord has more to do father with today than it does have to do with 
yesterday for they finally manifested all oh, the faith that is needed Lord that, you, that you've been looking for Father and as a result Lord we believe by faith that you're going to work Father right now Lord as we pray oh that oh that Cyrus prayer Father that you go before them and make oh the rough places smooth that you shatter the doors of bronze that you cut through the iron bars that you Hello, give them Dan, the treasures in and shape like your place for today's program you who before we sign off we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and I believe in my heart Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of a living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listen throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family. Because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home. And put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. 
We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life. We just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. I believe God can do it for us, and we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.